want to live a high vibe life with radiant energy levels, juicy sexual vitality, and have great success manifesting abundance in your life. Welcome to the Sexual Kung Fu Podcast, where we dive deep into sexual mastery and how to use sexual energy to magnetize your ideal life. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome. We are live. Um, let's see here. All right, so we're going to do another Q&A session today, and uh, so feel free to send your questions. Uh, uh, what else is going on? Not too much. Uh, thanks for joining me, guys. We've got uh, a Q&A session to go through, and uh, I'm Jonathan Wyatt. I'm here to help you master your sexual energy so you can magnetize your ideal life. So... I think it's important, you know, something I want to talk about a little bit here is that uh, a really helpful thing in life is to have some sort of outlet for pleasure, right? And pleasure is something that can be many different things, right? Uh, there's, we could also say there's constructive pleasure and there's negative pleasure, that which maybe harms you in some way, right? So it's like, how do you go about cultivating pleasure in your way, it, pleasure in your life in a way that's sustainable, in a way that fills you up, nourishes you, right, without any negativity, right? So obviously, uh, we could look at positive pleasure as being something like, you know, developing your body, doing activities you enjoy, working out, exercises. Obviously, sexual cultivation is very pleasurable, has a lot of benefits. Uh, whereas, like, negative pleasure practices may be, you know, uh, spending hours watching porn, binge-watching Netflix, playing video games all day, things like that, right? So it's like, uh, when, you, when you start to spend your time doing things that are not only productive, but make things that make you feel good. You know, that's how you really get in that zone. You get in that state of fulfillment, that state of flow, that state of like you're in your center, you're, you're really living life and, and, and living in your purpose, living in your excitement. Right. So, and this is something that starts to really nourish you. Right. Because when people are, uh, we could say kind of depleted, depleted of energy, but especially depleted of pleasure, depleted of enjoyment in life, and they often turn to very negative outlets, right? Like, okay, I'm, I'm kind of drained. I need something to make me feel good. So I'm going to, uh, you know, go grab some beer, go grab some alcohol, right? And get drunk, uh, which is something that is destructive to your overall health, your vitality, your balance you know, over time and things like that. So it's like, how do you start to, what I'm trying to get at here is like, how do you start to create things in your life that bring you pleasure, that make you feel good, but are also, you know, good for your health, good for your, your, your being good for your overall balance. And and for those around you as well. Right. So for me, that's obviously my sexual Kung Fu practice, cultivating sexual energy in a harmonious way, you know, engaging in tantric connection with my partner, uh, for me, Qigong, Tai Chi energy cultivation is a very incredible and pleasurable practice. It makes me feel great. You know, get the chi flowing through my body. It feels amazing. And uh, meditation, spending time in nature, you know, eating healthy, just feeling good. Right. So it's, it's really about what's the point of being alive if you're not enjoying yourself, right? So uh, I think life, first and foremost, should be fun. You should enjoy your life. You should do fun things, but obviously in a, in a holistic, balanced way as well, right? So, And this is something I think is going to really help people in these times that are very uncertain, very confusing for a lot of people. So when you get this focal point of like, oh, the world's weird, what's going to happen tomorrow? I don't know. And you just, you know, you're stuck in your head. You're off, off all these kind of mental illusion scenarios, right? But when you're enjoying life, when you have something you're doing that you're enjoying, all of your attention's there, all of your focus is there, you kind of create this own world that you're living in. And there's nothing happening outside of that, right? So I think that's the most important thing to focus on right now is have that thing in your life, which brings you pleasure, gets you in the zone, 
and really fulfills you, right? And that's what's gonna really you know help you to thrive in this time. All right, so we're gonna go into Q and A. Uh, so feel free to send your questions. <clears throat> okay, so this first one here on YouTube. Do you personally ever indulge in sexual thoughts or fantasies? Like for example, if you're laying in bed before sleep, do you ever get an urge and start in your head playing sexual thoughts and fantasies? Uh, it's not. It's definitely not something I do laying in bed at night. Um, I'm usually doing more meditative practices with my energy when I'm laying in bed. Um, yeah, I have sexual thoughts. I have sexual desires, um, but they don't really control me, right? And obviously, I have a partner who I'm committed with. So um, when I, you know, have a strong sexual thought arise, maybe I'm inspired to connect with my partner, you know, and things like that. So I think the question here really is: though, Do I indulge in like these? maybe these like lower thought forms of, of, you know, extreme sexual obsession. And does that like lead me into somewhere negative? Not really, because again, when I have, if I have a sexual, some sort of sexual thought that's inconvenient, maybe I see like a sexually stimulating image or something. It's, it's, it doesn't really like influence me in a negative way. It's just like, okay, that, you know, causes a stimulation, of my sexual energy, but I can, if, if I don't want to feel <laughs> sexual arousal or something, I can just move it in my body. When you open your microcosmic orbit, you can move your arousal through it. So it, it's it's just really not an issue anymore of like, I don't want to feel this arousal right now, right? And this is a little more holistic because arousal, there's nothing inherently wrong with having sexual thoughts, sexual fantasies, or feeling aroused, but it's when these things start to control you and it drives you to like, you know, go on your computer, go on Pornhub, you know, and rub one out. That's when you have a problem, right? But instead, when you learn to turn these sexual thoughts and these feelings into something that actually drives you, this is what transmuting sexual energy is all about. And then, then anytime you feel aroused, it's fueling, it's fueling yourself, fueling your, your, your energy. What do you think about mindfulness? I mean, mindfulness is, it's a word, right? What, what it, many different people have different ideas of mindfulness, you know? Um, obviously this is becoming kind of a more common uh, idea, mindfulness, like whatever you're doing, you should be mindful, kind of this, you know, meditation, kind of Buddhism kind of quality. But um, obviously mindfulness is important, but in the end, it's only going to get you so far. Like obviously whatever you're doing, you should be mindful of, right? But you can also be mindful in a negative way. You know, when you're on Pornhub looking for the right video, you're mindful of which porn is going to be just right for me. You know what I mean? So to me, it's, it's not just about being mindful. It's about uh, keeping your mind focused on the right things, keeping your body in harmony, keeping your energy in harmony, being able to guide your chi in the right way, being able to control your sexual energy, right? So mindfulness is really just the very first beginning steps, we could say. <clears throat> Do I believe, okay, here's a question. Do you believe it's possible for a healthy man over 40 to get fully erect in the presence of his partner without any physical manual stimulation? Yes, definitely. Um, if you're having, you know, you know if you need, a lot of stimulation to become erect. Obviously, you know, as you age, it, depending what your health is like, your ability to have spontaneous erections can diminish, but you can do something about this, right? You're, as a man, your erection quality, your sexual vitality in general, it's really a microcosm of what's happening in your body. When you're out of balance, when you have low energy, when you're depleted, you're not eating right, you're not exercising well, then yeah, you're going to have some issues with your sexual virility. And this is happening to men at younger and younger ages, right? Uh, this is kind of the, one of the problems with porn is that it desensitizes you to uh, sexual stimulation, meaning that uh, guys who are always watching porn when they're with their 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 partner, their woman, whatever, uh, sometimes it, they don't feel aroused properly by their partner because they're used to this, like, you know, watching these ridiculous, exaggerated sex scenes. They're so overstimulated, right? So there's many factors to this, but overall, when you have, you know, healthy diet, the most important thing is managing stress. Stress is one of the biggest, you know, killers of 
sexual energy, sexual vitality for men and women. Um, eating well, getting your body in good health, exercising, make sure your circulation is important. Obviously, that's a major factor. Also, your liver has a strong connection to your ability to have erections, right? Liver in Chinese medicine, it's the wood element. It's the, the mobilizer. It gets things and put, puts things into action. It mobilizes the blood, they say. And so if you're eating a lot, if you have a lot of toxicity in your body, if you're drinking alcohol, you know, you're taking drugs, you're smoking weed every day, you're going to have erection issues likely. So, you know, just some things to, uh, to be mindful of. All right, let me bring up the questions here on Instagram. What are your top five breathing practices for learning to move orgasm up the spine? Um, in general, the kind of the, uh, the the foundation of the breathing practice is slow, deep abdominal breathing, and also focusing on relaxing, releasing tension from your body as you're doing that, right? Um, but ultimately, you know, you can link breath and mind together to draw the energy up the, up the, up the spine. But you can also do this with the mind alone. When you develop skill, this is kind of the higher stage of practices, the breath and the energy. You know, you don't need the breath. The breath is kind of like training wheels to kind of link your energy body and your, your mind, your physical body together. But when you develop your skill, uh, it doesn't matter what your breath is doing. You can guide the energy in any way. But yeah, in general, deep abdominal breathing is the, uh, it's kind of the foundation for learning to work with sexual energy and move it through the body. Okay, next question. Okay, question on YouTube. How long, oops, where did it go? There we go. How long should I practice semen retention before I start building the Dantian and practicing Qigong? Also, how did you get used to cold showers? Okay, so first of all, you don't even need to be practicing semen retention to be doing Qigong or building the Dantian practice. I recommend doing that right away because it's going to take time for your Qi to develop. It's, it takes time to develop the Dantian and you want to, you're going to be getting benefit from that. Even, even a man who's ejaculating every day is going to get benefit from doing Qigong and this Dantian building practice. So don't wait, do it now. Uh, it will be more powerful when you do have, you know, that gene built up, especially the Dantian building practice, but yeah, you don't need to wait to do that. <clears throat> and the other question, how much masturbation is too much? Uh, well, depends on the context, right? Are you masturbating and ejaculating? If so, then, you know, uh, I don't think most men, should ejaculate more than once a week. So if your masturbation ends in ejaculation, you know, uh, that's that's kind of your starting point, right? But if you're doing non-ejaculatory, more sexual cultivation type of masturbation, uh, where you're cultivating your sexual energy, drawing it through your body, and you're not ejaculating at the end, you can do it every day if you really want. But really the indicator is like, do you feel balanced? Because for men, our, our sexual energy is very, very fiery. So if you're doing a lot of self-stimulation, you really need to do other practices to keep yourself balanced You know, running the orbit, grounding, you know, working with the earth chi, which is yin will help you to stabilize that. Otherwise it can overheat you. Um, and obviously if it's like, <laughs> uh, affecting other areas of your life because you're spending so much time masturbating, then, you know, you may need to cut back there. During regeneration after ejaculation, is it okay to do workouts or should you relax and take it easy? If yes, then how long a week? So it really depends. If you feel like wiped out after an ejaculation, then yeah, you should probably rest until you feel like you have some energy back. Um, but if you ejaculate and you you know you don't feel like you lost a lot of energy, which is what happens when you're doing sexual kung fu practices, you learn to ejaculate without losing significant amount of energy. Um, it's you, you'll not feel a significant drain, right? So really, it just depends. How do you feel? Do you feel fatigued and wiped out? Do you feel up for working out? If you don't feel up for it, if you're like really exhausted, then yeah, take a break. 
until you, you feel a bit better. Take some gene boosting, you know, herbs and supplements. Okay. Next question. In the morning, as soon as I'm conscious, I wake up with a big erection and a compulsion to masturbate and it's difficult to control. How do I prevent this? So first of all, <clears throat> the morning erection, it's a good sign of, it's a sign of healthy testosterone levels. It's a sign of good, you know, balanced sexual virility, sexual vitality. Uh, but if you feel it's inconvenient, uh, check out my video on the power lock on YouTube, look up sexual Kung Fu power lock. This is a practice that draws sexual energy out of the genitals. And if you do it properly, you may have to do it a few times, but it will pull that arousal and that sexual energy out of your genitals and your erection goes away. So you store that powerful, the, the morning wood, the morning erection has really, really this, this pure yang energy. It's very potent. And so it's good to collect that, collect it in the lower dantian. <clears throat> okay, this question, when the sexual energy is high, is there connection to the yang? I think you're trying to say the sympathetic nervous system. Yeah, I mean, uh, for men, their sexual energy is very, very young. The, mo the longer a man retains his sexual energy, the more his sexual energy builds up, the more young, the more expansive he becomes. And it can also have the tendency to get you into that more sympathetic fight or flight state because you have all this heat, all this like electrical heat built up from all this young energy, right? This is why doing sexual Kung Fu practices to keep yourself balanced is so important. Otherwise, you start to overheat you feel like uh, you need to ejaculate, you feel excessively horny, excessively irritable. And so, yeah, the balance is important with this. Okay, I'm a woman, I've never had an internal orgasm, it's normal. Yeah, statistically, there's a lot of women, I mean, there's a lot of, a significant percentage of women who say they've never experienced any type of orgasm, you know. Uh, women are a lot more subject to kind of like trauma and uh, kind of suppression uh, around sexual energy in general. But any woman can experience these deep, you know, G-spot orgasms, deep internal orgasms, cervical orgasms. It takes a bit of work. Um, there's a really, there's a really good, great book for women on this subject is, uh, it's The Anatomy of Female Arousal. I forget who the author is. It's a great book. Also, my partner Mariah has some great trainings for women. You can check out my link in my Instagram bio for that. Okay, what do I think about Montauk Chia? I, I love Montauk Chia. He got me into this work. I would not be where I am today without Montauk Chia. Um, he, really, he really pioneered this work and bringing uh, the Taoist arts to the West. So, you know, highest respect for Montauk Chia. Uh, having said that, his system isn't perfect. There's some, uh, I personally quit using a lot of his practices because they were overstimulating, too forceful for me, especially the sexual practices. His, his uh, sexual techniques are based on contracting the pelvic floor, squeezing the muscles down there. So using force, right? And the problem with this technique is that when you build up all this tension in the pelvic floor, it tends to activate the sympathetic nervous system, that fight or flight state. It actually short circuits your ability to hold pleasure in the body because there's all this tension. It kind of gets stuck in your genitals and it usually makes you more sensitive to sexual stimulation. It can cause premature ejaculation. So I'm teaching quite different practices now than Montauk Chia teaches and they're more based on relaxation, which I found much more helpful. And, and students in my course as well found it very, very helpful for releasing tension patterns that, you know, the forceful methods can cause. And um, yeah. So yeah, I love Montauk Chia, but, you know, I uh, had to change a lot of this practice, which I was using. 
Do you think that the microcosmic orbit can cure erectile dysfunction? It depends what's causing erectile dysfunction. You know, um, it could definitely help. Um, but there's so many causes to erectile dysfunction. You know, there's obviously the physical causes like you're energetically depleted. You are wasting too much of your core energy or your core vitality, your gene, right? Um, by ejaculating too much, by having too much stress in your life, not getting enough sleep, having poor diet, not being hydrated, right? So that's kind of the physical base level. But there's also a lot of more physical, uh, uh, kind of mental, emotional causes of erectile dysfunction, like um, feeling pressure and worrying about it during sex is enough for most men to not be able to get an erection. So it's nothing physically wrong. It's just like, it's more of a mental thing, right? Psychological. Also when your dopamine, when your, uh, your dopamine receptors are really out of balance. If you're watching a lot of porn, doing a lot of like dopamine stimulating activities, like the instant gratification, like taking drugs, playing tons of video games, scrolling through social media, it can kind of burn out your dopamine receptors, which is, having healthy dopamine levels is necessary to have an erection. There's a connection there, right? So there's a lot of causes to it. So the microcosmic orbit can help, but it, it really depends what is causing, you know, the erectile dysfunction. What are the best sexual Kung Fu practices to do? Well, there's many, but the good starting points are, you know, the practices I have in my free ejaculation control course, which is in the bio of my Instagram, um, it's it's I post almost my YouTube videos. Those are the foundational practices from there. <clears throat> Building the lower Don Tien. I'm actually releasing a new video on this. Uh, I believe this weekend I'm going to post it, kind of going more into building the lower Don Tien. Uh, the, the video I have on it already on YouTube is called Number One Exercise for Building Energy. And the microcosmic orbit, which is this main energy channel in the body and is kind of the foundation for uh, moving sexual energy. Do you, do you feel high on life doing semen retention and Qigong? Yes, I mean, high on life, I'm high on qi, high on sexual energy, right? Um, that's why I got so into internal energy practices, you know, Qigong, Tai Chi, Xing Yi, meditation, because, uh, once you develop skill in these things, obviously in the beginning, you know, you don't feel a whole lot when you do them, but as you develop your chi, develop your energy, it, it, for me, for example, I'm really into Tai Chi and Xing Yi kind of this, you know, it's, it's kind of a internal martial art. It's basically a chi cultivation practice. It's an advanced Qigong, right? Um, when you start to really build the chi in your body, it's tangible. It feels like this electrical current, this hydraulic fluid moving through your body. When you activate more channels, you start to light up the legs, the arms, it feels amazing. It feels better than any drug. You know, you, you light up your brain and you get into these altered states of consciousness. It's absolutely amazing. That's why I spend, you know, hours a day doing these practices because yes, they get me very high without any side effects. Uh, what is Qigong is, uh, it's skill in cultivating Qi. It's basically, uh, it's like the yoga of ancient China, right? It's, it's practices to stimulate the flow of Qi, life force, prana through the body. All right, guys, let me let me grab a little drink of my smoothie, smoothie break here. Okay, this question. Do you think wearing too tight, do you think wearing tight underwear can reduce sperm count and penis size? And if so, do you think guys should go commando more often? Uh, definitely, when you wear tight uh, underwear or tight clothes in general, like, you know, a, 
it's kind of trendy for men to wear really tight pants now. It cuts off circulation. You know, when something's constricted against your body, it reduces circulation. And especially, you know, when your testicles are like compressed against your body, your testicles are meant to naturally hang away from the body because they have to have a bit of a cooler temperature to produce sperm. If they get too hot, your, your sperm dies. So it can cause infertility. So yeah, definitely do not recommend as a man, if you want to have healthy sexual uh, vitality, don't wear super tight pants. Don't wear like briefs, you know, uh, personally, I very rarely wear underwear. I go commando, uh, just let the boys hang free, uh, wear, you know, so, so some type of like loose underwear, if you're going to wear underwear is what I recommend. <clears throat> okay, do you have any Kegel videos for anyone who wants to master having a long duration of erection, more than three minutes? And what other techniques can one use to maintain an erection aside from healthy eating? Yeah, so I recently released a video on how to do Kegels properly. Uh, so I, I think just in the past couple weeks, I released that. So check that out. Definitely Kegels alone will only get you so far with erection quality. I mean, they're, they're huge. It's a big part of it as well, but you shouldn't have to rely on doing a Kegel to hold an erection. That's a sign of imbalanced blood flow and pelvic floor muscles. Uh, what you really want to do is be able to develop the blood flow through your penis so that when you're completely relaxed, you have a strong erection because you don't want to have to be squeezing your pelvic floor during sex. It's going to make you ejaculate quickly. <clears throat> Uh, the number one resource I recommend for erection is the Angion method. I'm, I'm talking about this all the time. A-N-G-I-O-N. Just search that on YouTube. There's a guy who has a channel. He teaches this method. It's phenomenal. Uh, I'm using the exercise and having great results for it. Um, yeah, and it's, it's also, you know, obviously getting your energy in check, maybe taking some gene boosting herbs, like some Chinese herbs I like for maximizing sexual energy, uh, like a He Shou Wu formula. Kisho is a common Chinese herb. Um, cordyceps mushrooms are really awesome. I take these from Dragon Herbs. They're a phenomenal company. Uh, goji berries. So, okay, the, the, the top ones, goji berries, um, pumpkin seeds, and black sesame seeds. These are loaded with minerals, you know, gene that you need. Uh, the most important minerals men need for sexual health are, uh, sorry, magnesium, zinc, boron, um, what's the other one, selenium, these are really, really important minerals. I think iron is important as well. So yeah, but the Angion method really will help your erection quality. Okay, what are the dangers of edging? How can edging be harmful? Yeah, so edging, for men, edging is the practice of basically masturbating, but, and kind of like hovering on the edge of orgasm, but never going into an ejaculatory orgasm. So yeah, I will say that there's a beneficial way to do this and there's a harmful way to do this. The beneficial way is that you are using the sexual Kung Fu practices, which involve channeling that arousal, you know, all that energy, that nervous system buildup, electricity that builds up in your genitals, which you feel when you're aroused, that pressure, you really need to be able to move that out of the genitals or else it's going to cause blue balls. It's going to cause a lot of, you know, compression and stagnant energy down there, which will probably cause you to have a wet dream, which isn't a huge deal, but you know, it's going to happen. Uh, it can cause like, you know, discomfort in your prostate. Um, and just overall stagnant sexual energy you may feel irritable, right? So if you're doing edging without being able to move the arousal through your body, it's probably not going to benefit you very much. You're just going to be like a loaded gun, right? Where you're ready to explode at any moment. But when you can, uh, stimulate the sexual energy and move the arousal out of your genitals, you actually benefit because you harvest that aroused sexual energy and store it in your body. 
and it charges you up. Okay, a quick, okay, can I give a quick summary of the process of opening the microcosmic orbit? How long does it take? All right, good question. It's gonna be it's gonna be a little bit of a little bit of a uh, digression here. So let me get my protein smoothie. So the microcosmic orbit, main energy channel in the body. I talk about this all the time, but some of you may not have been following my stuff. So flows start the perineum flows up the back of the body, over the, the top of the head. Uh, you touch the tongue to the roof of the mouth. It connects these two channels, the front and back channel, flows down the front of the body, and again, back down to the perineum, forms a loop. Again, this is a pr the primary channel we use in sexual kung fu to move aroused energy out of the genitals. genitals. It's also the prime, uh, we could say the prime meridian, energy meridian of the body, right? The acupuncturists work with, you see these charts, all these uh, meridians moving through the body, these energy channels. Uh, the microcosmic orbit is the core yin-yang channel, primary up, primary down. It connects to all the other, uh, the more superficial organ-based meridians that move through the body. So the microcosmic orbit feeds them all. It's very important uh, because, again, it gives us a pathway to move sexual energy instead of only releasing out the genitals. So the process of opening microcosmic orbit, you want to start with first activating, building the lower dantian, right? Because the lower dantian, the center in the belly, it is basically the energy battery of the body. And if you don't have any energy built there, it's like trying to drive a, a car without any fuel. You're not gonna get very far. So you need some chi built up so you actually have something to move through the orbit. So that's the first step is building your lower dantian. You know you've built it because you feel it. It's very tangible. It feels like this hot electrical bubbling. Like it, it feels really amazing, honestly. Like when you get activated, you can keep it going 24 seven. It's like cooking. It feels really amazing. It builds your energy too then you now have a chi reservoir to move the energy through the orbit. And there's there's stages of the microcosmic orbit, right? It's not just like you do this one practice in this one day and bam, it's, it's open, it's done, you know, you move on. It's a process. And your orbit, your microcosmic orbit is always open to some extent. If it wasn't, you wouldn't be alive right now, right? Because it's, it's the chi moving through your body is what is keeping you alive, you know, at, at the most kind of more esoteric energetic level. But obviously we want to, have a higher degree of, of uh, flow through the orbit and especially be able to use our mind to guide the orbit so we can move our sexual energy through it, right? And so there's many methods. I have some on my YouTube channel, but basically in the beginning, you're probably not going to feel a whole lot like tangibly working the orbit. Doesn't mean it's not doing anything, right? And a good uh, kind of guideline we could say is that are you able to use the sexual kung fu practices to move your aroused sexual energy through the orbit and your erection goes down, your arousal diminishes because you've moved it out. Now you know you're getting somewhere, right? Uh, and when you get to more advanced stages of the orbit, when you're like really moving some chi through it, that's when it like really takes off. It becomes very tangible. It becomes like an electrical current. Again, this, the feeling of chi, it's very tangible. Um, you know you're you're getting somewhere because you're feeling the chi, right? That should always be one of the guidelines of your qigong practice. If you're not feeling chi, you're probably not cultivating chi. So when you really have the orbit open, and again, it's more of an advanced level, it may take years to get to this point. It feels like this hydraulic, fluid, hot, electrical feeling just moving through those channels. It feels amazing, right? So it can be a process. Again, uh, you can get your orbit running pretty quickly, even without working with the Don Tian, but you're not going to feel a whole lot because the energy current isn't as strong as <clears throat> once you go through the whole sequence I've talked about. So yeah, it's going to be different for everyone. It depends how much you practice, basically. Is it okay to ride a bike every day? Yeah, bike riding is great. Bicycle riding is great. Just be careful. Um, 
Uh, a lot of bike bike riders, like serious bicyclists, they develop prostate issues because of the pressure. You know, when you sit on bicycle seats, all of your body weight is resting on your perineum. So it can cause some like, you know, can cut off blood flow down there and, and some other things. I actually got a custom bike seat where it has like a, a cutout for your taint, you know, so 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 your pressure is going on your butt cheeks instead of the the, the perineum. So, you know, recommend that. But if you're, you know, unless you're like <clears throat> on your bike for like hours and hours a day, it's probably not going to be too much of an issue. Okay, this question, what's the most important, what's the most important thing to do when starting in semen retention? I would say the most important thing to do is begin meditation, energy cultivation practices, because again, I don't think that semen retention is a very sustainable path if you don't have some sort of way to directly work with the sexual energy, transmute it through your body, you know, and uh, and rewire your experience of sex as well, so you can have non-ejaculatory orgasms, right? Because if you're not doing that, then you're just suppressing your sex drive and whenever you're forcing something 24 seven, it's only a matter of time before you lose your grip on it, right? Whereas a sexual Kung Fu approach, you're not suppressing or repressing anything. You're redirecting your expression of sexual energy uh, as an upward flow in your body, which fuels all your other energy centers. And it, it, it's effortless. For me, it's not like, oh, I have to like make sure I don't ejaculate today. It's just, it's part of my lifestyle because I've changed my flow of energy, we could say, right? So uh, start with my Qigong playlist on YouTube. Start with those practices, you know, uh, and uh, build up from there. Oh, the method. Okay, the erection, uh, the, uh, the the penis blood flow increasing method that boosts your erections is called the Angion method. A-N-G-I-O-N. Put Look that up on YouTube. You'll find the instructional videos. It's, it's pretty fantastic. How have these practices affected your social interactions? That's an interesting question. Um, it's definitely changed, definitely a lot more confidence, more centeredness, more like I don't really care what people think about me. I'm not like trying to please anyone. I just am who I am. I'm not afraid to be who I am, not trying to like put on, you know, so many people are lying to themselves and others. You know, they're like, I have to be this certain person. I have to be this person that pleases people. And it's exhausting to live like that. You know, this practice just made me allow myself to be who I am authentically and without trying to put on the front and be a lot more grounded, a lot more confident and have a little bit more power in my voice and my words, you know, when I'm in social dynamics, I guess you could say. Okay, is the court, yeah, my six week course, multi-orgasmic man, the next round will be in April. Okay, if you're practicing semen retention with the three finger method and stopping the ejaculation, but the semen goes into your bladder, can you pull the vital energy from the from the from that semen and cultivate it? Uh, you're still losing. You're you're basically ejaculating when you have a retrograde ejaculation. So I mean, it's it's about the same that you can pull you know uh, pull the vital energy from the semen when it's in your testicles, right? Which you're doing with testicle breathing before you ejaculate if you're going to ejaculate, right? But that's why I don't recommend using the three finger lock as a primary method. It's it's like training wheels. You should not rely on that. I don't recommend using it consistently. Some people have had problems with it. You know, so, someone commented and said that their I think they said their mom worked in an ER and that someone went to the ER because they like ruptured their urethra using too much force with that method or something like that. So um, again, I, I really, really caution people on that method. It's 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 very crude and it's not something you want to like 
use as your primary method, right? It's very forceful. And usually, yeah, you just have a peak orgasm. You still lose energy from it. So, but yeah, uh, ejaculating into the bladder, urinating out, it's no different than ejaculating regular. I'm sure if I say your name, I Piyush. I, I appreciate the offer. If I'm ever in India, I'll definitely let you know. I'd, I'd love to go to India someday. Pet tiger baby. <laughs> Have I ever tried Kundalini yoga? Yes, Kundalini yoga was one of my one of my first energetic practices. Uh, I was doing it every day for I think maybe a year or two, and it wasn't a balanced system for me. You know, I appreciate my kind of introduction into energy practice through Kundalini yoga. It's a very powerful, you know, system. It's incredibly powerful, but it's very forceful. It's a very like fire method. It's just like, you got to drive your chi out your crown, you know, get out of your body. And for me, it wasn't balanced. It made me very, very ungrounded, very disconnected from reality and uh, uh, was kind of overheating me and, and depleting some of my vital energy. So that's kind of why I switched to uh, Qigong practice because it's a lot more grounded. It's focused on working with the lower energy centers, building those up to have kind of a foundation for higher energy flow. Okay, recommend someone who talks about women's sexuality. And my partner Mariah, she has again, she has a uh, a free guide and a and a course for women. You can find that in my Instagram bio. Uh, so check her stuff out. Also, there, there's a lot of women. Uh, I studied with Minka DeVos. She's in uh, she's in Canada. She's she teaches women's practices. She's a great teacher. Um, there's a book by Diane Richardson. It's called Female Tantric Orgasm. That's a great book as well. Okay, how can I control my overexcitement during sex because it causes early ejaculation? <clears throat> Take my free ejaculation control course. Those are the primary methods you need to use. But basically, during sex, yeah, the thing is, is like, it's so exciting. It's so stimulating that you focus on the excitement. You focus on the stimulation and the, the energy go, the energy goes where your mind focuses, right? So when you focus on your genitals and the pleasure you're feeling, it, it can cause you to push yourself over the edge, especially when tension is building up. So being able to really control your mind and what you're focusing on during sex is a major aspect of ejaculation control. Breath is important. Um, focusing on other areas of your body, like when you're, when you feel that, you know, that sexual energy really building, like focus on what's happening in your upper body. Just forget about your penis for a second. Try I, It takes some training, obviously. Right. But breath practices, running the orbit, there's a lot, but yeah, take my, my free ejaculation control course to get started. Okay. So the, the women teachers I was talking about. So my partner, Mariah, again, you can find her information through the link in my bio. She has a free uh, a guide for women, but the other teachers I was talking about Minka DeVos, uh, M I N K E D E V O S. Uh, I'm not sure if she's on Instagram, but she's got a really great book. Um, Diane Richardson. Her book is uh, Tantric Female Orgasm. Okay, if someone gets an erection and then within minutes when involved in an arousing situation loses it without doing anything, does it mean they successfully move the energy away from their genitals? Well, I mean, to some extent perhaps, right, but not so much in the sense of like you're actually moving the sexual energy through the body. It could just be that you lost your erection, right? 
So it can be a different thing there. Do you think it's true that after 12 years of semen retention, you develop a kind of super memory as those swamis say? I, I don't know, it's difficult. You know, people say things in text and you know, sometimes there are things that are really out there. Sometimes it's things they they heard from other people that they didn't actually experience, but sometimes it is, you know, I, it's difficult to say. In my experience, the, the benefits of semen retention kind of peak, kind of plateau after, you know, several weeks. So I, I don't believe it's a case of like, the longer and longer you go, the more just like, you know, get spontaneously spiritual activations. I don't believe that's the case. It hasn't been for me personally or, or anyone else that I've observed. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it, to me, it's about not expecting that just retaining your semen is going to do everything for you. That's why I, uh, encourage you to do energetic practices, spiritual cultivation, because again, semen retention alone, isn't naturally going to like, uh, make everything happen for you. You have to have some sort of practice when you're doing this. When going on a semen retention journey, do you go through a huge transformation that is so huge that people close to you, such as family and friends, see you as a completely different person? Yeah, it's definitely possible. Semen retention can be very, very transformative. It leads to, you know, changes in all other areas of your life as well. It's like, like anything, you know, it doesn't have to be semen retention that causes this. You know, uh, I went through this Kundalini awakening experience when I was, I was like 19 years old. It completely changed who I was to where people were like, you're not the same person anymore. And then, of course, once I got into semen retention, Qigong had an equally powerful transformation where, again, people are like, you've changed. And so, you know, it, it can definitely happen for sure. Especially if you're doing, you know, meditation, self-improvement, uh, energy practices, these will really amplify. It's an alchemy, right? It's the speeding up of a natural process. Do I recommend chalk products? Um, I haven't tried chalk products. I've heard about them. They had... I saw that they had cocoa extract in them and I'm extremely sensitive to stimulants. So I avoided it. Um, so I, I can't really speak on it, but I do, you know, I do take some herbal supplements. I love dragon herbs products. They're super high quality Chinese herbs. So that's, that's what I like to take personally. Do I smoke weed? Not really. I have had, you know, I've, I've had it on occasion. I, I used to smoke every day. I was a, definitely a, a stoner for a while. That was a long time ago, but um, every now and then I might, you know, kind of dabble in it, but it's not something I do consistently because it really makes me feel off the next day. It definitely like depletes my energy and I wouldn't smoke it. Smoking is like, it really, it's really hard on your lungs. <clears throat> Can I get rid of premature ejaculation? Yes, you can get rid of premature ejaculation, but take some training. Uh, take my free ejaculation control course. There's a link in my Instagram bio. Uh, there's a link on my YouTube videos. I have since age 15 been watching porn films regarding me dominating and abusing women, but I don't want this anymore. But I'm not aroused much from normal sex now, so what can I do? Well, take a break from watching porn. Uh, do some sexual kung fu practices, do, you know, meditation, exercise, get your, your mind and your body to balance, eat healthy. And I think you'll find that your, your sexual desires kind of normalize. 
how can I simply transfer energy while masturbating? Well, um, I teach, you know, I teach a lot of techniques for this. Check it, take my free ejaculation control course to learn some of the basic ones. I go more into the advanced work in my six week course. I am 32 years old. Hot termophore to warm up my kidneys. I, I'm not familiar with what that is, so I'm not sure. So make sure it doesn't have any like, you know, toxic chemicals in it. Um, which they, they often add them as like preservatives or whatever. So just look up the ingredients in it and see if, you know, if it's, if it's toxic. I think why people experience benefits when off of porn and masturbation is because they got rid of the shame and the guilt. I never felt shame or guilt when I was watching porn. I was like, hey, I enjoy this, right? It's pretty normalized for men. So I don't think there's a lot of men that really feel shame and guilt from it. Some maybe do. Definitely if they're like, you know, hiding it from their partner. But uh, there's very scientific validated uh, uh, changes that happen when you, you know, are a porn addict versus when you stop. The biggest one being the dopamine desensitization of the brain, which gets normalized, which affects a lot of other things in your body, affects your hormones, consistent, constantly ejaculating, depletes your hormonal levels, lowers your testosterone. So it's, it's a lot more than just, you know, feeling shame or guilt. How many, okay, how many Kegels should I do every day? How many reverse Kegels? Check out my recent video on Kegels. I tell you exactly, you know, what your, your Kegel routine should be. How did my partner and I meet? We actually met on uh, Bumble, a dating app, right? It was the first, like, I uh, I had never used dating apps before. And I was like, I was like, oh, I'm going to try it. I had, like, Tinder, I had Bumble, and, you know, lots of things that were like, no, I'm not good. But uh, the only person who I met was Mariah. We, we met up and it was, you know, it, it worked out. Obviously, obviously kind of manifested that we were very much in sync energetically, right? Okay. Greetings from Wales. You Okay. So, okay. So here's the question. I mentioned recently that it's the gene essence that's moved through the microcosmic orbit and not actual semen. How does this affect your prostate? So all aspects of body processes, they have a physical component and they have an energetic kind of unseen component, right? The energetic is affecting the physical. It's like uh, the energy, you know, kind of the astral plane, the energy kind of matrix that makes up the universe. It crystallizes down uh, it, dense into denser vibration to form physical reality, right? And this is val validated by quantum physics because when we observe particles, they move into... They become fixed particles, right? When we observe light, it becomes fixed particles. When we're not observing it, it's a waveform. It's formless, right? So we are energetic beings, right? Um, so as far as the prostate, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a doctor. I'm not qualified to give medical advice on your prostate health. But okay, my own take on this is that part of the reason men have prostate issues is because of stagnant energy in the prostate. You know, stagnant energy in the body always results in you know illness and disease. In you know when it goes unchecked for years. So 
by doing the testicle breathing practice, moving the energy through the microcosmic orbit, you're pulling out that sexual energy out of your genitals so it doesn't get kind of stagnant and get and rot down there, we could say, right, in your prostate area. So I think that's one of the reasons it's benefit beneficial, but I always encourage men to have you know physical support for their prostate, you know, certain supplements, herbs, uh, saw palmetto, pygium are great for your prostate. Uh, massaging it either, either directly or you can sit on a tennis ball with, under the soft area of your perineum to, to give it sort of an acupressure massage. And you know, it doesn't, I personally allow myself to ejaculate during sex every four to six weeks because I'm cautious about, you know, any stagnancy in my prostate personally. Have I ever been to a nude beach? Yes. Uh, in Maui, I used to go to Little Beach. They have these, they used to have these parties there. Maybe they still do. I don't know. But every Sunday it was like a big beach party, lots of hippies and, you know, music and stuff. Everyone's naked. It was fun. Yeah. I, I, I spent uh, about four months living in Maui. <clears throat> okay. You said before that I prefer monogamy. You're willing to share how many sexual partners you've had in the past and how your outlook has changed on number. Um, I'll say that I've had more than five and less than 10 uh, people who I've been in sexual relationships with. But for again, for me now, it's like, and I don't think there's any problem with like, you know, you're it because I don't believe in this, like necessarily there's like one person you're meant to be with your entire life. Kind of this like Disney, you know, stuff for some people it may be, and that's fine. But like sometimes, you know, our relationships are there to teach us something. Right. And sometimes we learn the lesson. It's time to move on. It's just, you know, everything changes, you know, nothing lasts forever. Right. But um, yeah, having said that, it's just, I prefer to, when I'm in a relationship, be committed to one person because it's just with multiple people, it's just like, there's just so much more processing because again, when you're having sex with someone, you're, you're really, really sharing deep information, emotional information, ancestral things, right? Uh, there's, there's a lot of potential to be when you're having multiple partners at the same time, you're having all this energy exchange you're having, you know, processing other people's baggage. A lot of the times it becomes difficult to discern, like what's your own, what's others. And so that for me, it's just a matter of simplicity. Like I'd rather just, you know, because even with one person it can be a lot, you know, especially the times we're in right now, like it's a deep kind of psychic cleansing of the planet that we're seeing. So everyone's stuff is coming up right now. And uh, it, it can be very, very difficult when you're with, you know, multiple partners to keep, to have any sort of center because you can, can kind of lose your reference point. So and again, I, it's, for me, it's not an issue of morality. Like, I don't care. Uh, I don't think that polyamory is for everyone. I don't think that monogamy is for everyone. We all have our own path to choose. It's just like, what works for you? What makes you feel happy and balanced? It's really it. What do I think about the research that women who've had more than 10 sexual partners lose their ability to pair or bond? Uh, it was probably done by men. <laughs> the expectations of a, you know, a an experiment always shaped the outcome. I mean, it's, it's like there, I mean, there's a lot of men who've had more than 10 sexual partners. It's like, I don't know. It's, it's not really my business to say what's right, what's wrong. You know what I mean? Um, everyone's unique. Everyone's different. Everyone has their own path. Can I speak more on, Oh, wait, wait, all right. I have just a few minutes late left. I've got an interview. I've got to jump on here in a moment. So I'm going to have to, I'm going to do just a few more questions and I got to jump off. Where do I start with sexual Kung Fu and tantric sex? Start with my Qigong playlist. You need to start cultivating your normal 
regular everyday chi before you start trying to play with sexual energy. Start with my Qigong playlist, go through those exercises, then you can add the Dantian meditation, which is called number one build number one exercise to build energy, and then work with the microcosm orbit. Those will be your foundations. Also, my free ejaculation control course is, is an important starting point. My hair wax recipe. Okay, so yeah, I make my own hair product because most hair, most you know, health and beauty products are very toxic. It's beeswax, uh, coconut oil, and bentonite clay. I think it's like two tablespoons of, of beeswax, one tablespoon of coconut oil, and like a teaspoon of bentonite clay. Just off the top of my head, I might be wrong. And then I add in some essential oil, basically melt all those together, um, and then let it cool. And that's my hair product. Can gay men practice semen retention? Yes, any man can practice semen retention. But uh, if you're in, a, if you're in a, a gay relationship, a man, you know, having sex with a man, you, you need to be able to supplement yin, yin energy, because men's sexual energy is very, very fiery. So there can be a tendency to uh, kind of overheat. So supplements of yin energy, uh, grounding, you know, connecting with the earth, gardening, being in nature, these kinds of things. Okay, I took a women's course, which I loved. This is Brooke's question. I took a women's course, which I loved. How can I encourage my boyfriend to practice more tantric methods? He doesn't seem too interested. I mean, this is kind of a difficult thing. Like some people resonate with this work, some people don't, right? Like um, obviously, obviously all you can really do is be like, hey, you know, I, I, I saw all these benefits from these methods and I think that, you know, you would benefit, our relationship could benefit from them too, right? Not in too much of a pushy way, right? Um, and if he's open to it, he'll be open to it. He'll do it. But in the end, you can't make anyone do anything. Right. So it kind of is what it is in that situation. Okay, guys, I'm going to jump off. Thanks everyone for joining me and, uh, I will see you guys next week. Have a great weekend. Um, and take care guys. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Sexual Kung Fu Podcast. Make sure you grab my free ejaculation control guide in the description and follow Sexual Kung Fu on Instagram and YouTube.